Hello, this is Collective Noun Radio. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. Over a plot. It's the thing I want to talk about. Listen up, you gotta hear me out. I haven't had a good life for a day now. Collective Noun Radio. Welcome to another Collected Down podcast, back for another week. Hello, Zach. Welcome, Dom. It's good to be here. I am yes. a little tired. I should just point out before we begin. Yes. I was up early this morning. Uh, i got a question for you. Mm. I had a breakfast with my baby niece. Okay. Her mother was there as well. Did you have the same breakfast? Uh, no, she didn't have any. Well, <laughs> no, she's not on solids yet. So <laughs> uh, I had toast. Yep. And uh, she does her thing. Yep. Um, <laughs> was this uh, just a, at their house or did you go out for breakfast? No, 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 no. We were at a cafe. And this is yep. where my question is. I put okay. up a picture of my niece on Instagram. It's a baby. Mm. Right. And I'm married. Yep. Do I need to make it clear <laughs> that it's not my baby? I did see that picture and I did think, oh, I hang out with Zach most days and he didn't mention this. Well, I almost went back and put in brackets, not my baby. Because I was like, <laughs> do people think this is my baby? Maybe when you're married, especially when you're in that, maybe that 10 or 15 year age bracket when people normally have their kids, yeah. you need to clarify anytime you're within five metres of a baby, it's not your baby. For now on, every picture I put up of my niece, I'm yep. going to put an asterisk. Yep. Not my baby. Not your baby. Hashtag not my baby, maybe. And the, <laughs> the good news is, as well, when you finally do have children. Oh, hashtag is my baby. Is my baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, a lot to get through on the podcast today. A little later on, Zach, uh, I have had a revelation about my years of primary school and maybe some of the dobbing activity that went on. I'm going to share that with you. Plus, I came across some classified information and I'm not so sure what I'm going to do with it. Uh, Zach, obviously today in Brisbane was Bridge to Brisbane, the big uh, fun run, they call it every year. Uh, I think the biggest race of the year. I think so. Safe to say? It's a race that stops a nation. Um, it, well, it stops the city <laughs> by effect that the roads get shut down. <laughs> so you can't get through. You, you don't have a choice. Yes. They, they, they stop you. It's like the, the race that stops a nation, the Melbourne Cup, stops because everyone's captivated. Exactly. This is a physical roadblock. Mm. It actually stops you. They really wanted that title. <laughs> uh, here's the thing, though, is if you wanted to enter, obviously you had to train for a while. And I think the race has started about half past six this morning. Really? Ridiculously early on a Sunday morning. Mm. I do have the results. A guy called Jack Curran, a 22-year-old, won the 10-kilometer oh, really? run. Congratulations. 30 minutes. Yeah, that's a, a good result. i got to say, though, uh, as a man who is not in supreme fitness... When was the last time you ran 10K? <laughs> I'll let you know what happens. <laughs> uh, I Look, I just think that, that it's unfair that only the fittest of us are getting recognised. I know, Tom. See, those are going to be in the paper tomorrow, mm. I reckon, all the results. Exactly. I saw people on Facebook posting their results today. Yes. And look, it was great for everyone who did it. Congratulations. Mm. But we feel like there needs to be a recognition of some of the quote-unquote athletes <laughs> who didn't do the bridge to Brisbane. Exactly, because they found Brisbane's fittest person, yeah. but we are much more interested in Brisbane's laziest person. That's what we want to find. Mm. 13, 10, 60. Dom, how are we going to do this? What's our metric for the laziest person? I think the clearest way to do it is how late did you wake up today? Yes. I think because if these people had to get up, we're talking 5.30 probably, maybe even 5 if you want to do a good warm-up to get there. Then the opposite of that will find us Brisbane's laziest. Okay. Can I say, and I don't want to be going out on a leg here. I, I, I want to stay humble, but there is a good chance I'm in, a, in running here. Okay, you think you can enter? I think that I might be Brisbane's laziest person. What time did you clock this morning? <laughs> uh, I, look, it wasn't my best effort this morning, but yep. it was still a decent effort. 
10.30. Okay, put a good uh, solid one on the board. I mean, look, we're talking, it's a sleep-in. 10.30 is well and truly in the sleep-in category. I don't know if it's in a full day, but it is in the sleep-in category. What we're looking for is Brisbane's laziest person. Mm. If you can beat 10.30, That's if you it. slept past 10.30 today, we want to hear from you. Lucas in Kangaroo Point. Lucas, what was your time? Uh, hey, man, um, I was asleep till... 2 p.m. today. Whoa, Whoa. nice one. 2 That's a PM. solid effort, Lucas. That is, that is good, Lucas. Have you been a, a sleeper in a, uh, for a while now? Yeah, I slept until 6 p.m. once. Ooh. Oh, that's a PB. That's his PB. He's uh, <laughs> He ran a solid race today, but no records. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. We'll move to Aiden in Victoria Point. Aiden, how do you stack up to that? Yeah, I, I slept until 2 o'clock, but that's it. Two o'clock. We got a dead okay, heat there. Got a dead heat for first so far. Okay. Two, two o'clocks. Lucas and Aiden. That's pretty good. Two o'clock's a good time. That is that is a good pace. I think. I'm yep. pretty happy with that. that that's um. It's gone good. <laughs> we'll move to Lucky in Carindal. Lucky, can you beat two p.m.? I can. Oh, this is exciting. What what can you give us? Four p.m. Four p.m. Oh, Lucky. What training oh. went into that? Did you have a big night the night before? Fair to say, I, I caught a lot of Pokemon the, the night before. So. <laughs> okay, that's what goes into a big effort like that. That's what we need to know, Dom. For some of the young people out that's there impressive. listening, how do the big guys do it? Yes. <laughs> you catch Pokemon all night, you'll sleep in the next day. Well, look, we've got one more person on the line, and I'm excited because we might be about to talk to the laziest person in Brisbane, again, in a nice way, John from Bean Lee is on the line. Now, John, please tell me, can you actually beat 4 p.m.? Yeah, guys, I got up nice and early to get to work about uh, 4.15 p.m. today. 4.15! Oh! Congratulations, John. You are <laughs> Brisbane's laziest person. What an effort. How do you feel? Oh, I feel pretty well rested, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Refreshed. Oh, John, this must be a lifelong achievement for you. Oh, definitely. Wow. Well, look, enjoy the, the spoils. Enjoy the recovery, Zach. What a moment. What an achievement. Dom, one problem. Um, what happens if Brisbane's laziest person is still sleeping? And hasn't woken up yet. <laughs> we might need to go to the tapes and do a retry. <laughs> For now, we're happy to give it to John. Congratulations, John. If someone wakes up right now and they're yes. listening to this, <laughs> give us a call. This, this is Collective Noun Radio. Zach, off here, we were just having a chat about dobbing at school. Now, I don't do much dobbing these days, but I was quite a serious dobber in primary school. Yeah, I can imagine that. A serial dobber. Serial dobber. To the point... I think it went further than anyone else's dobbing has gone. Here's the thing, Zach. I was given an official title by my grade three teacher. From the teacher? Yes, her official helper. She would call me in for a meeting. Or I don't know if she called it or I called the meeting, but I'd be I would have a meeting with her after the last class before lunch every day for five minutes at the start of lunch. Oh no! And she would ask me for what information I got. The snitch. I was the snitch, and I thought I was such a great student. Right? I thought that I was oh, I was geez. I thought every student wanted to be in that role. So every lunch, all the students would file out of the class, and she'd be like, "Dom, over here, what do you heard?" <laughs> <laughs> tell her what was I, going on. I'd go through the kids who had lollies at the morning tea. I'd go through the kids who said they hadn't done their homework and they hoped she didn't find out. And is she taking notes? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, she took notes. She took it so seriously. And it was always kind of funny because in the last session of the day, the last class of the day, she would like start pulling this stuff up. So she'd be yeah. like, I heard this person had lollies. When she found the lollies in their pencil case, she would give me a look and be like, got him. Now, when you snitch... From what I know from crime movies, yeah, um, someone will come and they'll say, "If you can give us some information, we won't prosecute you. You yeah. get special treatment." 
were you getting any special treatment from the teacher for your snitching work? Uh, I think I wanted to be friends with the teacher. Oh, so, no. <laughs> you were snitching for free. I was snitching for free. I don't remember getting anything in particular out of it. Actually, that's not true. We had a book fair every year. And I remember I got a book fair voucher from her. She had one to give to someone in the class. They were meant to do it as part of an activity, and she just snuck it to me. And what did the other kids think? Did they ever cotton on? Well, this is the interesting thing, Zach. Obviously, this information keeps getting leaked, and no one can figure out how the teacher is so smart cottoning onto everything. Uh, yeah. So they did start to pick up on this throughout the year, to the point that I remember being cornered by a few of the tougher kids about a term into the year. They said... What are you meeting some Mrs. Farley all about just before lunch? <laughs> like just general year three business. <laughs> I take my. <laughs> You'll have to check the uh, the minutes that are on the website. <laughs> I was full of so much bravado back then. <laughs> well, you thought you were untouchable. I did. You had the protection of the teacher. <laughs> You're on the inner sanctum. <laughs> I said, "Wouldn't you like to know?" And they replied and said, "Tell us what's going on." And I said, "You're in enough trouble as it is." But I did tell Mrs. Farley about that encounter. So she approaches them and says, did you try to... Oh, Dom, you're such an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So they really quickly figure out... (laughs) They know who's snitching now. (laughs) They figured it out. Anyway, funnily enough, the next day at morning tea, I didn't get offered any lollies and no one told me about the homework they hadn't done and I was pretty ostracised from the rest of the class. I would like to ask you a question. What are those meetings you're having with the boss every afternoon? (laughs) This is Collective Noun Radio. Now, Dom, tonight, a new TV show started, Mm. uh, the Big Music Quiz Show. Yes. Which has already won the Logie for the worst name. (laughs) And it was up against some top top competition, Dom, because you know that I also don't like Cats That Make You Laugh Out Loud. No. And uh, Hot Dogs Up Late Game Show. (laughs) Well, there's there's a few steps in naming a TV show. Mm. Normally, you come up with the description. What is the TV show? Exactly. Then the name. They've confused the about section (laughs) with the title. So if you didn't see it, it's basically it's like a big budget. No, 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 Tom. What? No, you don't need to explain it. (laughs) I said the title of the show. Everybody understands what it is. Right. Well, they put a lot of money into it. They've brought Rebel Wilson over to be part of it. Do you think maybe they've fallen at the final hurdle, which was the naming department? What I you pointed out. This is what I wanted to point out. Yeah. And. You pointed out Spicks and Specs. These are the other shows that we have. Yeah. We've got Spicks and Specs. Mm. Uh, Rock Whiz is yep. the other one. These have all these creative shows. Yep. And then, yeah, as you point out, <laughs> they've they've thought of everything except a catchy name. So what do you think the, the was the reasoning because they didn't have the, the staff on that day or was it to make it simpler? I think the reasoning, mm. to be honest, is so that when you're at work the next day mm. and you're going, oh, did you see that show last night? Um, <laughs> what was it? Um... <laughs> It was um, the big, um, the big music quiz show. Yeah, but what's it called? No, the big music quiz okay, show. That's so it. It just solves water cooler chat. What I think was happening, and come with me into mm. the room, the executives' room, when yeah. they're coming up with this show. I think someone's gone. Um, okay, we've got this. We've got this quiz show. How about we call it um, maybe the quiz show? Yeah. And they're like, "That's great. I love where you're going with this. <laughs> right. Uh, we need it to be a little more specific." And they're like, "Okay. Well, how about um, the music quiz show?" <laughs> Love it. Love where you're going. I'm loving the vibe. Yeah. Oh, no. But what happens if it gets confused with that other show, the little music quiz show? <laughs> what could we possibly do to separate them? And then one guy down the back was like, guys, you're not going to believe this. I reckon we call it the big music quiz show. Solved. Genius. This is Collective Noun Radio. Zach, uh, my brother's wedding. My other brother got married yesterday. Uh, and on Friday night before the wedding, uh, him and I and a few of his friends went out for a few drinks, kind of like a, 
last drinks type thing that people do before weddings. Sure. Yeah. Um, anyway, we, so I'm not a big drinker, you know this, I had a beer or two. Now, this is the first time I was driving everyone home. It's the first time that I have been pulled over by an RBT with any alcohol in my system. Yeah. Every other time I've been pulled over by an RBT, I have known that that result will be dead zero. So here's what happens is I know in all my head that I've literally had two beers. Surely I'm fine. I don't know what the limp, how many drinks is it? To, until you're in trouble. Uh, let's not take our advice because <laughs> I don't think either of us know. Very true. But anyway, the point is one of Ash's friends was a cop, right? Who's up ah, from Melbourne. Okay. And I think that they could sense that I was getting a bit nervous when I saw the RBT. And I think they knew I'd be fine, but they decided that it would be fun to get me anxious. Classic. That's classic boys night. <laughs> classic bucks night. Oh, absolutely. Oh, we're going to give Dom a bit of a roll up here. <laughs> yeah, right? So he starts saying as we go up, he's like, oh no, don't end up in a lockup on the night before Ash's wedding. That'd be <laughs> awful, right? I'm like, is that what they do? Like, I'm getting terrified oh, at this stage. No. As I pull up, uh, what happens is, so Ash's friend is a cop. His name's James. He says, if it beeps, you're in trouble. Hopefully it doesn't beep, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I'm like, oh gosh, okay. I hope it doesn't beep. I hope it doesn't beep. I breathe into the, the breathalyzer. The cop picks it up. It beeps. And at this stage, I am already picturing the call I'm going to have to make. Yeah. I'm picturing stepping out, being handcuffed. I don't the, know if they uh, do that. But... Passenger doors open and you're legging <laughs> it. You're on the run. You're thinking, I'm going to be on, uh, you know, cops. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Australia's most wanted. Exactly. You're going to be on, like, is it like what, what traffic cops? What's that show called? I'm not sure. There's a heap of that. That guy there. was waiting for his mate on. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember what that one was. Yeah. One of those shows, I can picture me already. Um, so I'm terrified at this stage. I'm like, the night before his wedding, I don't drink, and this has happened to me. What has gone wrong? Anyway, turns out they beep every time. Sure. Which I, the, I didn't which, know. Yeah, I would have thought you would have been alerted to that, <laughs> you know, the prank that was pulled on you. <laughs> oh no, at this stage I thought he was giving me serious advice from a cop, right? The cop <laughs> says, the cop who's doing the breath test says, oh mate, you're all good to go. This wave of relief hits me. I feel like I've been given a second chance at life. Yeah, sure. But then the guys in the car do something that I really wish they hadn't done. Yeah. In unison, they all go, yeah! <laughs> this is Collective Noun Radio. Online at facebook.com forward slash collective noun comedy. Now, Zach, I made an awful mistake throughout the week. Yeah. It was on my Twitter feed. Decided to follow a heap of news websites on Twitter. Oh, Dom. No, right? no, I followed, no, 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 no. Oh, I know, right? I followed four or five. Mm. I can't check Twitter anymore. Exactly. Too much. I'm on there. It's like I read one, there's three more. Did your Twitter explode? Uh, it has actually. It's frozen? I took it to the Genius Bar, my iPhone. I said, yep. what's happened to my phone? And they said, oh, you didn't try to follow the news, did you? <laughs> Amateur mistake. Exactly. You can't do it. It's just not possible. Dom, there's too much news these days. Yes. What I wish would happen, mm. instead of having to follow all these people on Twitter, I wish there was just like one news report, just one little tight thing mm. that would just catch you up on all the week's news. It's really funny, Zach, because I think I might have that exact thing right here. This is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making out of context news this week, Donald Trump found out about Pokemon Go and isn't happy. And you know, they're put all over the country. You don't even know where the hell they are. So we're going to have problems like you have never seen. Also, Kim Kardashian is getting closer to being able to count all the way to 100. I feel like I've reached my goal for sure. I think I've, I'm almost at 70. And Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull accidentally sent a nude of himself to everyone in Australia. We have inconvenience. Millions of Australians. Shouldn't have happened, right? I'm not happy. I'm not happy about it. None of us are. We're very disappointed. This.
This is Collective Noun Radio. If you've listened to the show before, you know that each week we ask, beg, nay, plead for five-star reviews on the iTunes podcast store, mm. a.k.a. the Collective Noun Forum, a.k.a. the happiest place on the internet. And, you know, uh, I went to Disneyland one sec, and it is really hard to get into the happiest place in on the world. What's that? In the world? No, on, on the world. On Earth. Is it? Is it on Earth? Or is it? What's the actual phrase for Disney The happiest world? place. On Earth. It's on Earth. It's on Earth. Okay. Yeah. I, this joke was going to make more sense if I didn't stumble on that. But anyway, turns out it actually is pretty expensive to get into the happiest place on Earth. The good news is completely free to get into the happiest place on the internet. That's right, Dom. All you need to do, your ticket onto the forum mm. is a five-star rating. Yep. Then in the review, you can write whatever you want. Exactly. And uh, look, we have got a few to go through this week. They're both uh, kind of updates as to what happened last week. So you might remember last week, Zach, we had Jacinta who made contact uh, talking about our experiment of if coughing into a microphone could transmit germs. She told us she had gotten sick. And uh, we expressed our apologies and I think did an audio uh, apology note for her boss. Oh, that's right. To give her a day off work. Yeah. So she said that she's all better now and uh, said that she's been listening to the podcasts on her way to and from uni, which I think that's, uh, you know, how sometimes they'll say serving recommendations, things like that. I think on a bus to or from university is a great serving recommendation for this podcast. Especially because after university... Mm. You don't want anything of substance. Yes, exactly. You don't want anything to make you think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're the perfect product for that. That's what we market ourselves at. You yep. will not have to think on this show. Uh, she also says, who do we need to chat to in order to get more podcasts each week? She says she's addicted and needs more. Uh, we're working on that. Well, look, we, we are in uh, negotiations. By well, that, I mean we've sent an email. We're waiting to hear back. We're hoping uh, that very soon mm. uh, we might be having some more. You never know. You never know. Um, at least we'll catch up and do them off mic, Zach, if they if we can't <laughs> sort it out. We'll just do coffees every morning. Um, is this your way of trying to be better friends? What do you think? Your game? Sure, let's do it. Great. All right. Uh, we've also heard from uh, Hannah, who is from Adelaide. She said she wants to say hi to Catherine, also from Adelaide, who we mentioned last week uh, in the forum. She said it's cool to hear of another Adelaidean. Uh, and wanted to say hi. And this is great because so far the Collective Noun Forum has been a way for people to contact us mm. and us to reply. Now we've gone next level. We yes. are connecting forum people. And this is when the forum really starts to take off. When yes. people start to meet through the forum. Exactly. It really is only a matter of time until we have our first love story that came from the Collective Noun Forum. Could we run a whole season of The Bachelor <laughs> through the Collective Noun Forum? I think we pitched it at Channel 10. Look, it's, it's not as high budget. But surely it's as exciting. And probably not as fun to watch because it's text-based. <laughs> but that's how people used to do it that's on the true. internet. That's true. Uh, Hannah also has labelled her review Garning All Right, guys, and wants to say that she hopes our Garn sponsorship is Garning well. If you missed that last week, we uh, somehow stumbled on talking about the train that goes up the middle of Australia, the Garn. And we're still waiting for the sponsorship. Yep. We have applied this week. I did a lot of research into the garden. Did you early. actually? I watched videos. I read up on, on... Are you serious? Yeah, I did. Remember, I showed you some of the cabins. Yeah. Um. I'll be honest. I wasn't super impressed. <laughs> and if that's going to damage our sponsorship, <laughs> I'm happy to go out there and say it. What do you mean? You didn't think they were luxurious enough? They weren't quite as luxurious as I thought they would be. Okay. Well, you know what? Maybe... And to be honest, you, it has to be pretty luxurious to get me onto a train. <laughs> it's not my favorite form of transport. My... <laughs> Our favourite form of transport goes bus, least favourite. Okay. Train, second, least favourite. Oh, okay. Then car. That's, that's So, where does plane rank? Um, plane, plane's interesting. It's very determined on how long yes, the flight is. exactly. If it's within Australia, yep. uh, probably number one. Yes. If it's international? Um, well, New Zealand's okay. Yep. Probably outside that, then it's probably above bus. Bus is my <laughs> least favourite. 
And I want the bus people to know that. I don't talk about it enough. You don't. I've always said this. And I regret that. And that's going to be a New Year's resolution. I want people to know what I think of buses. Stand by this, Dom. Yep. This is what I say. Isaac Manda will not let 24 hours go by without letting a new person know that I do not like buses and trying to spread... My distaste throughout the community. Well, this is going to be tough for you, though. You're going to need to find new ways to let people know of your bus hatred. Like, you can't just go up on no, the street. No, it's not a hatred, Dom. It's not a hatred? hatred. I don't hate. <laughs> what I is just it? thoroughly dislike. So it's a, it's a thorough... Do you think it could border on hate? Yes, it could border on hate. <laughs> Some would say hate. Okay. Um, I wouldn't use those words. No. Uh, it's a strong dislike, a distaste, a um, sour... Uh, taste left in my <laughs> mouth after I go on a bus. So, I've only been on a few buses. And you didn't enjoy any of them? No, I was a, I grew up on trains. Right. What about school buses when you go on excursions? They were fun. Um, They were okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I think that's the, the celebration of the bus community. Okay is the best I've heard from Zach Mander. Yeah, and you're not going to get any better out of me. <laughs> if you're an anti-bus group, yes. I could be your spokesperson. That's, Maybe. I don't know if they exist. To me, a bus is like... Um, if you got a public toilet and put it on wheels, <laughs> is how I'd describe well, a bus. The, especially those buses that have toilets on them. You know those private buses? Uh, no. They're I, awful. I'd have to be pretty desperate. <laughs> <laughs> I Look, I, you know how you put your thing on the record. I'm going to go on the record and say I will never, under any circumstances, <laughs> use a toilet on a bus. <laughs> You'd die before you did that. I, I would literally have the burst of the bladder <laughs> before I use the toilet on a bus. I think that's fair enough. I think that's reasonable. <laughs> I think if that happened, your friends and family would go, oh, yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> and you know what? When the big anti-bus rallies happen now, yeah. They've got two keynote speakers, one talking about buses overall, one talking about toilets on buses. And that bill is filling up fast. <laughs> it really is. And it's so good to know that within only a few short years, we might take down the entire bus network. Let's hope so, Dom. Well, that turned into a rant on buses that wasn't expected. Maybe let us know your favourite form of transport in the forum. Yeah, that's a good idea, actually. And if anyone is pro or against buses, let mm. us know as well. We'd I'd love th- to hear from you. You know, we probably do need to hear from some pro-bus people, just to balance the argument. You know what I mean? Make it fair and balanced. Maybe someone's anti-train. That's true. We didn't even talk about ferries and and boats and the like. We need a separate podcast. (laughs) Just to go through all the forms of transport. All right. Well, with that covered, uh, please do go to the Collective Noun Forum. All you have to do is search for Collective Noun on iTunes. Leave your five-star rating, whatever you want in the review, and we'll read it out on the next show. This This is Collective Noun Radio. Dom, I saw something the other day that raised my eyebrows a little bit. Okay. And I didn't know whether or not to be concerned. (laughs) So you were alert but not alarmed. I think that's a good way of describing it. Right. I was going past the army barracks. Okay. I was driving out to my parents' house and you have to go past some army barracks. Okay. And because I grew up with my parents, mm. I've been past that many a time. Okay, so maybe the, the shock or surprise that someone may get driving past an army barracks is gone for you. It's normal. Well, this is the thing, Dom. Every single time I've been past, mm. you can't see anything. Yes. That's the idea. They have these fences... Um, and then there's just buildings, and I think they do all the army stuff way, way down the back. Oh, can I just say, I am glad that our defence force isn't open to the street. Exactly. I'm glad it is hidden away behind some, some fences and some doors. While I was growing up, these army barracks were the equivalent of the opening scene of uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> you know when they first see it, yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's like, nobody goes in. <laughs> And nobody goes out. <laughs> That's what it was like. I never saw anyone go in, never saw anyone go out, didn't see any army people. Yeah. Does this story end with you getting a golden ticket into the <laughs> army? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not a golden ticket. <laughs> okay, right, yeah. Whoops. Um, 
This is why the other day I was quite surprised with what I saw. Okay. So I'm driving past just inside the fence, <laughs> like on a nature strip. So not even on an oval, okay. just a strip of grass. Publicly viewable. Oh, very. Right. I, I could put my hand through the fence and practically touch this. So this is as visible as someone lowing, uh, mowing their lawn, maybe, when you drive past. Yes. Right. I see an uh, uh, a line of army people um, <laughs> in a class. Okay. So it looks like that there's a distinctive students and a teacher, but they're all in like the camo, which was surprising that I could spot them, but I could. <laughs> right. They had a line of mortars lined up, which are like rocket launchers. <laughs> right. <laughs> And they were, what? from what I could see, they were learning how to use it. But Hold on. Because oh, I know sometimes you drive past a business and on their nature strip, they're doing fire extinguisher training for their staff. <laughs> I, I don't think that that's where you should do your rocket launcher training. So I assume it was dummy equipment, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> I hope so. It was like peak hour outside the fence. But it was like it, the way that everyone was interacting yeah. was like when they bring out the Bunsen burners in year 12. <laughs> Like, you know how everyone's kind of <laughs> flicking each other's and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I'm fully aware that by the time stuff happens and they need to use the equipment, mm. they'll know what they're doing. Right. And I have full confidence in that. Yes. But it was just... <laughs> it made me feel a little uncomfortable <laughs> to see him mucking around and, like, learning how to do it. Like, I have full confidence in my surgeon. Yeah, 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 exactly. But I don't want to see him practicing on a dummy before <laughs> I go in. Do you know what I mean? This, this is Collective Noun Radio. Now, Dom, you have been a fan of love for a long time. <laughs> That's true. I my, my most played songs often include love songs. In fact, I think you were in my car once when I put mm. my phone on shuffle and uh, it went to a playlist called Piano Love Songs. Yeah, it was awkward. <laughs> uh, but I thought we could do a public service at the moment. Okay. Uh, seeing as you're such a big fan of love, but you've never been to a wedding. Uh, yes. No, I had never been. yesterday. To the, yesterday was my first ever wedding. I've been to some ceremonies, never the reception. So today, yesterday was my full wedding, full day experience. So as our very own love guru <laughs> at your first wedding, I wanted to uh, see if you had a review, your opinion. I did not know love could be that beautiful, is my first comment. <laughs> I knew love was amazing, but far out. So See, I, lots of people don't like weddings. Who, who, who on earth could not like weddings? And who are, they'd be soulless. Tell me how you could not like a wedding. What don't they like? Uh, long, boring, lots of speeches. Oh, the speeches were the best part. Uh, not to anyone not doing the speech. <laughs> okay, okay. So it was my brother's wedding, right? And I did cry four times throughout the day. So it was an emotional day. And just to get a barometer on that, um, is that more or less in a usual day? <laughs> uh, look, it's a little more, a little more. Oh, that's more. Okay. I did feel a little bit. Um, I, I mean, I didn't know how to react when the bride didn't cry at all throughout the day. <laughs> she didn't cry at all, and you cried four times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, that doesn't sound great on paper, I know. But, you know, I'm an emotional person, and I embrace that. So where would this go up in your life? It's my best day. It was easily the best day I've had. Would you like it to be repeated? I would do this again. If I could have yesterday again every day of my life, I would do it in a heartbeat. See, I've heard lots of people say that about their own weddings. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never heard that said of a wedding someone was just attending. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. I mean, all I can. I mean, I got to chick. I got to pick from chicken or beef. <laughs> <laughs> I got to dress in a suit. What a day! It was just magical, Zach. That's all I can put it down to. And you know, seeing my brother up there, you know, marrying the love of his life, and the look on his face, and or everything, the music, every part of it was just like a movie. It was unbelievable. 
And seeing you react so much mm. to your brother getting married, um, I know you have another brother. Have you put the pressure on him now? <laughs> what, like trying to find someone, get that, get that wedding underway? Yeah. Have you put pressure on him to go, look, this was the best day of my life. You have to top that. <laughs> uh, not yet, but we're working on it. This, this is Collective Noun Radio. Now, Dom, it is getting harder and harder to determine what's real technology and what's fake technology. That's why we made this game. App or crap? The way this works, I will pitch Two apps that you dumb. Mm. You have to tell me which app is real. Yes. And which one is crap. Obviously playing off the idea that some of the apps that are out there now are pretty ridiculous. Today's apps are both toilet based. And that's good because <laughs> I've got to say, you know when you go to the app store and they've got the sections? Yes. I have thought for years that it is a crime that toilets is not a section There's, there. Yeah, well, how how many people use um, their phones on the toilet, Exactly. Dom? See, so it just so it works. forget educational. You can get rid of that app section mm. category. Put toilets in. you got to tell me which one's real and which one's fake. Our first app, it's called Places I've Pooped. <laughs> And that works, oh, in with your, it uh, works in with your maps. <laughs> yep. So you create an account, <laughs> and then everywhere you do a number two, mm. you leave a pin. That's great. And then, like, you add other people. It's like a social network. <laughs> so people can see where you've pooped, you see where they pooped, and then, like, you can see a map of where everyone's pooped. That's pretty good. I mean, I am pretty, um, oh, I would say, a little bit careful about where I poop. I would probably You're very just... conservative with I where you poop. I'm a conservative pooer. So mm. I would say my map would just look like my house. Yes, you're uh, one <laughs> toilet man. I, I, I like to say that I commit to... I'm monogamous to toilets. <laughs> That's how I live. But look, places I've pooped for people who are happy pooing in a public toilet, sounds like a lot of fun. That's the first app. Our second app is called Clarapy. Clarapy. So it's a variation of clarity, obviously. Yeah. Um, and what you do here is you take a picture of your urine. Okay. And then judging by its colour, the app can tell you how hydrated you are. <laughs> that is not true. Really? Like, yes. how, what's the technology there? Like colour identification. Look, when you upload a photo to Facebook, yes. it can instantly tell you whose face that is. It can. Out of all your friends. All this is doing is judging a colour. <laughs> so you haven't you've been to the doctor before where they have a colour scale true. of your um That's true, your pee. Yeah. That's pretty much all the app's doing. Okay. And so it'll tell you, like, yeah, go drink eight glasses of water. Or, no, you're good. You're good so to is go. So, is, is hydration purely what defines your urine colour? Um, well, I didn't invent the app, but <laughs> I'm not a, a doctor. It's a key factor. I think it's a key factor. Okay. Okay. Um, I think also if you have had Barocca in the last hour, <laughs> has a big uh, impact as well. So, it will say either very dehydrated or, or stop bar- having Barocca. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Look, both so great pla- apps. Places I've pooped yes. or Clarapy. Uh, which one's real? Which one's fake? We're in one of those situations, Zach, where whichever one isn't true should become true ASAP. And that's where we always want to be with this Exactly. App. Exactly. Uh, I am going to take a punt and say people love map-based activities. Mm-hmm. People love a poo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think places I've pooped is the real one. Excellent, Dom. You are exactly right. Well done. Well, that is great. Uh, what can I say, Zach? I know poop. Will you download Places I've Pooped? <laughs> I will. As I said, my map will be unadventurous. But maybe, maybe this we'll will check get... <laughs> in. We'll check in on the podcast later in the week. <laughs> this might get me to extend my boundaries. <laughs> this is Collective Noun Radio. Uh, now, Zach, we do videos on our Facebook page, uh, Collective Noun. Go there and check them out. Mm. And it was while buying a prop for one of our upcoming videos mm. this week that I found myself in one of the more interesting sales pitches I've ever heard. Now, I assume you're bringing up that it was a prop because it was an embarrassing purchase. Yeah, because I wouldn't normally be going out to buy Ice Age 2 <laughs> on DVD. <laughs> it's great. Uh, oh, great film. Don't get me wrong. Uh, and of all, as far as cartoon sequels goes, it's right up there, right? right? But 
not the kind of film I'm normally buying. Sure. How often, can I tell you, have you ever used the excuse I'm buying a prop <laughs> when you weren't buying a prop? It has happened. Yes. It's I'm, definitely I'm happened. I'm sure it has, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so I was I went into a JB Hi-Fi um, to buy Ice Age 2. I think it's called The Meltdown on DVD. Clever. Uh, it is. And I took it up to the counter. It was twelve ninety nine. dollars a pretty good price, Yeah, I thought, okay. right? Not an ad for JB. <laughs> no, no, no. No, not an ad. But, well, look, I'm just giving them some nice stuff now for what's coming. Okay, I see what's going on. <laughs> I take it up to the counter and the, the woman working at the register, she scans it. She looks at me and she says, did you know... That the Ice Age, the Mammoth Collection, all four films, is only fifteen dollars. Well, it seems like a good price. <laughs> it does seem like a good price. She's like, seriously, two dollars more, you can get all four films. Mm. Now, I have no interest in all four films. We purely need this one DVD for the shot, right, for the the prop. So I tell her, no, it's okay, and she's like. Are you serious? Yeah, I mean, from her <laughs> point of view, you're an idiot because she thinks you're an Ice Age fan. Exactly. So she's like, I'm going to make this guy's day. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> so she calls one of her co-workers over to stuff from DVDs, the guy who works in DVDs, and says, just tell him about the Ice Age special. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, this is such a strange special. I know. How many people are buying Ice Age? <laughs> I have no idea. But she's, the, the co-worker starts telling me, and he's like, he starts going through the plots of each of the four movies. <laughs> Like he said, I imagine you've seen number one if you're buying number two. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, it's not really for watching. But he said, number three, let me tell you. It starts, <laughs> starts pitching the plot of Ice Age 3 to me and then says, you know what I'll do? Because I really want, I don't want you to miss out on this. I will give you the Mammoth Collection for the price of Ice Age 2. So now he's offering to knock the $2 off the Mammoth well, Collection you special. Have to take it then. But we didn't, you know, Zach, for this prop, we specifically needed the, uh, the DVD of Ice Age 2. Oh, so it was in an actual pack. Yes. Okay, so you wouldn't actually get the cover no, anymore. Okay. It was like one DVD that said the Ice Age Mammoth Collection okay. with all four in there. Okay. But this is exactly right. I'm now thinking, how do I tell him I don't want the four films, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, how would you get out of that situation? I'd probably explain that I needed it for a prop. <laughs> Smart way to go about things. More importantly, I decided to take to make up like I take a moral stance and never watch anything past a sequel. What? This is what I tell him. I'm like, I've never seen movies. I don't watch movies past sequels. I don't want to ruin them. Right? So he says to me, no, but Ice Age 3 is pretty good. But I'm like, I don't want to watch anything third or fourth or beyond. So what? You said I draw my line at two. <laughs> yeah, I said I'm only interested in the sequel. That's where I draw the line with films. Okay, well, Star Wars is confusing. <laughs> How do you do that? Oh, look, Zach, it's fair to say I hadn't mapped out the whole universe in my mind. I was under pressure. I panicked and came up with one of the worst excuses and most confusing excuses. He, he looked quite defeated. And said, okay, and he wandered off. And then I brought, brought back to the, the woman at the counter to pay for it. And what did She's she like, say? Well, she was like, oh, you didn't get the Mammoth Collection. <laughs> I'm like, no. And again, she starts going through the plot of three and four and telling me I really love them. Yeah. I'm like, I've made my decision. I just want this one. I pay. No word of lie. You know, JB Hi-Fi, they get the person at the, the exit to stamp your receipt. <laughs> I get Ice Age 2 out to stamp the receipt. She looks at it and she goes, have you seen the third? It's really good as well. <laughs> this, this is Collective Noun Radio. Facebook comments game. The way this works is we get Facebook comments read out to us. From mm. those comments, we have to guess what the new story is that they were commented on. Now, uh, Zach, we go pretty well on this. I, I don't think we've lost a Facebook CEO, Mark Zuckerberg, yet. No, not yet, but there's a first time for everything. There is. And if we do win, we get to see our famous catchphrase, which we can't even hint at now, because otherwise that, that would be breaking the code, I think. If we lose? Yes. Well... We'll cross that bridge when we get That'll there. That'll be awful. Well, we bring our producer, Michael, and his Facebook's representative, Michael. Uh, Happy some, midnight, everybody. <laughs> did some good Facebook trolling this week to uh, 
to do. I mean, this is hard for you because your Facebook's representative, but you're on our side. Oh, look, I try and straddle the line and keep it fair for both parties. I'm That's the mediator. <laughs> All right, well, we've got three stories, Zach. Three comments for each story. Let's go get straight into the first one. What we have to do is guess a new story from these Facebook comments. Here we go. You nervous? Um, I am a little nervous. I don't really know too much about the news this week, okay. and I don't know how I'll go. First story. I just wanted a mobile phone to make calls with. Oh, it's surely it's got to be the, the iPhone headphone jack. Came out the iPhone's about to come out, and then it's going to lose the headphone jack. I heard that story like a month ago. But it's been back in the news this week, I think. No? I want to hear another thing. Okay. Never trust a company that has a bite taken out of their logo. Okay, so it's definitely about Apple. You're confident. You've heard that this week, have yeah, you? Yeah, I'm pretty okay, sure that came well, I'm happy to week. go with you. I, I think it is about Apple, obviously. Okay, well, are we going to go... I think we lock it in after two comments. Michael, what's the story? The story is iPhone update fixes security flaws. Oh, no. Oh, Gee, where did you see that, dude? Oh, no. Uh, that was someone must have shared an old article. Oh, what have I done? What have I done? All right. Well, uh, moving uh, on to the second one. Not in a good position. No, no, this is awful. I've let the team down. Here we go. Second story. Don't forget your past, but I think you have a great future ahead of you. Hmm. Someone started a new chapter this week. I don't know. Let's get into the second comment. Very immature behaviour from a person of that age. Oh, no, I'm blanking completely on this one. Okay, so someone's starting a new chapter. Yes. Very immature behaviour for someone of that age, so oh. they should know better. Someone hasn't done a good job at something. Uh, one more comment. Yeah, what do you got? He embarrassed us, yes, but get over it. We embarrass ourselves daily. Oh, no. We are one down already. Hey, come we... on, no, don't do that. Oh, I don't want to be defeated, Zach. Um, who's embarrassed us this week? Sporting, swimming. Um. Could it be swimming? You're right. Could it be Ryan Lochte, the US swimmer? No, no. If we're in Australia. No one would be saying that they embarrassed us. Well, you wouldn't think so. Okay, uh, I'm completely blanking you, Zach. But we are absolutely terrible. I think we're okay, going to gonna have to go with the Lochte. We're going to have to lock in Ryan Lochte, the American swimmer who's been caught up in a few big scandals after he lied. That's all we got. I don't think it will uh, be that one because usually we have Australian stories, but let's go. Dom, <laughs> you were wrong last time. Yes. But uh, you're disagreeing again, nail biter. Yeah. The headline is Disgraced US swimmer Ryan Lochte has lost his sponsorship deal. Okay, 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 Dom. Well, you pulled yourself back. Uh, I apologize. No, look, I, I don't know what I was thinking. I don't back myself at all anymore. But we are one and one, which means we are in a really precarious position. If we win this, we win. If we lose, we have to. Take our shame. Here we go. Third story, Zach. Tagged pictures are never flattering. Okay, oh. Someone had a bad picture. Was it... I'm thinking you're Justin Bieber's. I'm thinking you're Kardashian's. I have no idea. Second comment. She was not all that sharp after all. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, dear. We've only got one more comment, and I've got to say at this stage, I am absolutely blanking. Oh, really? I... I couldn't tell that from the 40 <laughs> times you said, oh, no. I'm going to throw you guys a bone here. That second, the one we just heard is a pun. Okay, play it again. Play the second one she again. She was not all that sharp after all. Sharp. Oh. Okay. Okay, ready for the is last comment? Is that someone's last name? Australian news story all over the news. Okay, next one. That picture is no better. Oh. Someone had bad pitches? I didn't see this at all. <laughs> People in their cars the are going to be throwing things at the radio. <laughs> is there, did we miss something? What, so someone had a bad picture come out. Oh, no, Zach. I am, I've got nothing. 131060. <laughs> 
if you know the answer to this, someone who had a bad picture, are we, allowed we to can't use, lose. Are we allowed to use phone yeah, a friend 100%, in this game? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Okay, we're going to be taking calls live as they come. If you know what this news story is, 131060, Zach, no one's coming to help us here. These phone lines are blanking. Are you just going to have to take a stab? Who's an Australian person who's been in the news this week? Who might have done some more clues? <laughs> I can tell you it was um, broken, or it revolves around uh, Seven News. Um, the person in question <laughs> is not a, a celebrity herself. It's a her. <laughs> Michael, is this on your personal Facebook page, <laughs> or is this a real story? <laughs> um, but the story did make international oh, headlines as well. Hang as on a second, we've got some calls coming through. I'm just going to take the first one, Zach. And see if the people can help us get over Mark Zuckerberg. Hello, who is this? Hi, it's Kayla. Hey, can you help us and tell us this story? I can. A girl, teenage girl by the name of Amy Sharp was posted as missing after she escaped from... Um, she was arrested by Queen's, uh, New South Wales Police. I she know that story. Her I... mug shot. That's it. And then she tweeted, like, posted her preferred picture to use for her. Wow. Mission. Okay, if this is it, Zach, we have just been helped by the people of Brisbane to beat Mark Zuckerberg. This would be unbelievable. Michael, read us that news story. The headline is Teenager Amy Sharp on the run oh responds to police on <laughs> Facebook. Ask them to use a better photo. Oh, come on, you. That, that was unbelievable. We have just been helped by the phone a friend to beat Mark Zuckerberg, Zach. I am in shock. I'm just repeating myself. I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm delirious. I'm seeing things. That wow. was close. I didn't know what to do. Uh, uh, thank you so much for pulling through and helping us, Brisbane. Yes. And as a reward, we get to say our famous catch cry. Yes. Are you ready, Zach? Three. Two, one. Suck on that, Zuckerberg! Some would say that that game is rigged against us losing. <laughs> we did have a few uh, <laughs> helplines there, but no, you know. The phone a friend is a legitimate lifeline. <laughs> You're allowed to do that. If it's allowed via Eddie Maguire, it's allowed via here. That is the official game show international rules, I think. That's so... what you have to do. You have to call him and be like, are we allowed to do phone a friend? Actually, All right. technically, we probably aren't, but... <laughs> I don't know if there's rules around that. Anyway, either way. Uh, we did a phone a ally. <laughs> no, hang on. A friend phoned us. Oh, true. There we go. That's our way around it in court. We'll hold on to that. We have beaten Mark Zuckerberg with the help of the people. That is amazing. And uh, I've got to go and take a lie down, Zach. I'm exhausted. It was a close one, but I'm glad we pulled that. <sighs> we'll be back next week. You've just heard Collective Now. Now see them as well. Videos online at facebook.com forward slash Collective Noun Comedy.